Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead this is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and mma into one heck of an amazing podcast you can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com do me a huge favor and listen to brian's show you'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend now as i said let's get into today's topic Welcome back to another episode of The Nightly Rant. Nope. Am I the Asshole? Oh. Version like, I don't know, four, I think? Three? I don't know. We've had a few. So let me explain to longtime listeners who may not know this and new listeners who definitely don't know this, but we like to troll Reddit and pull off the Am I the Asshole um, commentary and we talk about it. What happens is Toria finds them and then she reads them. And I'll interject if it's really important, but I usually wait to the end, and then it results in the most epic nightly rant you've ever heard. So with that said, now that I've set the expectation so high, and it probably won't meet it, let's give it a shot. This one might be pretty good. I don't know. Okay. I am 25 female, and she's 27 female. I have known her since I was a freshman in college, and we're incredibly close. My husband is also a great friend of hers from college as well. Hold on. Question. Does it say if they're either one of them is hot or not? No. Because that does matter in certain social situations. Okay. So it doesn't say, so we can safely assume that they're average everyday people. Good. <laughs> Alrighty. Yesterday, my friend Emily called me and said she wanted to tell my husband and I some really great big Wait, news. Wait, is she related to Shakib? I don't know. Okay. Because I don't like her if she does. <laughs> she wanted to tell my husband and I some really great big news and the other three close friends of ours, Jack, Jay, Dave, and Jill, were also coming over to my house so that she could tell us all together. Hey, at least they have three friends. That's more than we have. Hey. So we all got together at my place and she sits down and hands us little bags. She asked us to look inside and all of us were shocked to find a cute onesie with the words, I'm going to be a mom and a heart. We were all so stunned, and finally Jill asked Emily who the father was, and Dave asked how many weeks it had been since she had known. I knew she planned on keeping it since the onesies were decorated, so she was happy. That's when she told us all that she was not pregnant yet, but soon would be. Jill spoke up again and asked her what made her want one, and if she'd always loved the idea of having a child. Jack asked her if she would adopt or not, and Emily said no, she wanted to be pregnant. So I said, oh, oh, so something like a sperm clinic thing? And she said exactly this. No, that's too expensive. So I'm just going to find a guy to have sex with me without protection until I'm knocked up. Kind of like a friends with benefits situation. Needless to say, we all started to tell her it was a bad idea. That's when I told her about the money thing. She does not have a great paying job, comfortable but not enough for a baby. And I mentioned that. Thing is, it's a touchy subject for her because her situation was due, was due to the pandemic. She had a great job before, but she had to be let go. She said she didn't care and started crying and called us all bad friends and left. I'm the person Emily is the closest to. I talked about this to her t today, and she said she no longer wanted me as a friend along with the others because when she needed support, I insulted her. 
She also said her biological clock didn't have much longer, so how could she not have kids now? That kind of made sense to me, and now I feel so guilty. Maybe I shouldn't have told her about the money thing, which is what she was most upset about, and should have just offered to help or support. The point of her not having much longer to have biological kids just increased the guilt I felt, especially since I know this feeling. I'm a mother. She hates me now more than the other since we were super close, and now I don't know if I was in the right anymore. Am I the asshole? So, so let me ask you a question. If you, if you were injured and as a result of the injury, all you could do is lay in bed for the next six months, are you going to try to have me get you pregnant so that you can have a baby? No. Why not? Because it's dumb. But isn't there another reason for it? Because you I'm going to be what? laying in bed for the next six months, so not working or so making you can't any take money care of the baby or taking care of said baby. Okay. No. So if you have no money or you don't have enough money, can you take care of a baby? Probably not. No. Okay. Does a good friend let somebody put themselves in a situation where they're making life worse for themselves? Does a good friend do that? A good friend would always advise against it. Exactly. Now, Emily was her name. Could she just ignore the advice? Of course. So Emily's the asshole because anybody who wants to end a friendship because someone was honest with them and told them their advice. Nobody said, are you crazy? You shouldn't do that. They literally just pointed out, hey, you don't make enough money to have a child. And that's no different. The first thing I thought of when you said that was, well, what if what if someone's injured? Should they have a and they're and they got to be in bed for six months to a year? Should they have a baby? Of course, they shouldn't have a baby. That's stupid. You have to be able to take care of the baby. And part of taking care of a baby is having enough resources, financial and otherwise, to take care of that baby. Now, remember, nobody in this group of friends said what I would think would have been obvious. You want to raise a child all by yourself? Have you not thought of the legalities that go into this when that guy decides he wants that child as well and he wants to have custody of the child and all of that? Have you not thought about that? I mean, like, this sounds like a ridiculous movie plot where the woman thinks that she's just going to go bang some guy. He's going to knock her up. He's going to decide not to be involved in the child's life ever again. And that's just how it's going to work. We all know how women's biology tends to work, though. Once the dude knocks you up, you go into nesting mode, which means you want that guy in your life taking care of you and bringing you ice cream. Any dude that she's banging on a friends with benefits kind of level He's not going to be down for that. More than likely not. But that's the problem. Like, you don't know what he wants. You don't even know the guy. You're going to find some random guy on Tinder to to knock you up. And I'm sure there's plenty of guys on Tinder that are more than willing to knock you up. Hell, I see the crazy people on on um, Reddit. And a woman will post a nude photo of herself and say, I'm a mom of two. Am I still effable? And their comments are like, I'm going to make you a mom of three. She didn't ask you that. <laughs> that's That's awkward. She didn't ask you that. So shut up. Oh, that's so and this, awkward. And this kind of situation, nobody went there with the, do you really want to raise the baby by yourself? Those, those might have been kind of rude things to ask her because it's kind of not your place to say that to somebody. I mean, and here's what I feel. As long as what we heard in that story is what exactly happened, and I have no reason to believe it isn't, the friends handled it really well. Like, that's a shocking thing to be told that you're pregnant and then find out, well, you're not pregnant, but you're going to be. And they all know you don't have a significant other. So they're all sitting there going, eh? how? What? How are you going to get pregnant? And when she tells them her harebrained scheme, and yes, it's a harebrained scheme, instead of telling her it's a harebrained scheme, 
they gave her solid advice. Right. Solid advice. And you know what? Okay. The whole biological clock ticking and all that stuff. The reason I used the example of the person being injured and having to be in bed for six months to a year is because their biological clock is still fucking ticking, but they can't take care of a baby. She's 27. So no, you're not an asshole for pointing out to your friend that she might have a few ducks that need to be lined up in the row before having a baby. My number of eye rolls about her biological clock ticking oh, yeah. at 27 gave me eye strain. Well, and that's also the thing, right? Like like if if she's 27, she could fix all this in a year easily. Better job. Easily. Maybe do the sperm clinic thing so you don't have all the mess. Literally. I mean, and I understand that that's expensive, but right. some some lawyer has to be involved somewhere to set up the ground rules and I don't know. My way of thinking is purposely setting out to have a baby that will only have a mother available to it and not a father it's a really crappy idea just is it's a bad idea i mean you know you know my situation i mean i went through a period of probably 17 years where i was miserable but i stuck it out because i wanted my children to have a mother and a father and it wasn't until i realized that all of all of the threats of you're not going to see your kids and all that were just BS. There's nothing, no way that could happen. Um, I suddenly realized that actually they would have more of a relationship with mom and dad if we weren't always at each other's throat. Right. And it kind of worked out that way. So I'm still involved in their lives. She's still involved in their lives. But now they're lucky they have you also involved in their lives. They get a little bit of an extra influence of somebody who actually cares about them because everybody needs this much salt in their life but (laughs) but but like to plan a situation where you're not even going to have the father of the child involved is well and she just just alienated all of her friends because any one of those male friends of hers could have been the male role model for her kid let's be real any of them could have been the sperm donor too well yes but that's kind of awkward but to me it's kind of interesting though that she doesn't have somebody in her realm, in her little world, who could be the sperm donor. Do you remember that movie we watched with the friends and they decided they yes. wanted to have a baby together? Yes. And how messy that was? Yes. And that's where this is going to go. Emily's going to be really sorry. I think so. When too. Layla throws her out of the house. Oh, wait. <laughs> wrong show. <laughs> Why is it always somebody named Emily? In case y'all don't know. Because we haven't done an episode about it in a hot, salty minute. We've been watching the Mama's Boy show again. And Emily and Shakib are back. Season three. And Layla's just as nutso as usual. Is it season three or season two? Three. Wow. Wow. But we'll do a recap of this season when we're done. We will. We're not going to do episode by episode because, well, it's kind of a waste of time. And it gets confusing as to who said what to whom. Not enough happens in that show. And not enough happens in one episode for it really to matter. And we end up repeating ourselves over and over again. But... Definitely the Emily lady's the asshole here, for sure. She's also the asshole in the in the Am I, I'm in Love with a Mama's Boy show as well. Yes. So, sorry, Emily's of the world. You're assholes. <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't completely comprehend that. So, so, you know, last episode we talked about rude people and how people can be when situations like that, you know, when you're out in public, yeah. situations like that arise. And I was thinking about it this morning and it's not a lot of difference between that and when we complain about people anywhere like target 
Walmart, Costco. People are just a-holes. People are special when it comes to this kind of stuff. When it comes to this kind of stuff, people are just special. Plain and simple. Spectacular. And it's, it's something that needs to be handled by society as a whole. Um, somehow society needs to put these people in their place and like give them instructions on how to operate in, um, public places. Do you think that when you move to a city, the city council should send you a welcome pack? This is how you interact with people in our city. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) It's an idea. Except some cities that I know of would give you all the wrong advice. So, well, and you can't even say it should be mandated by the state because then they'll give you all the wrong advice depending on what state you're from. Don't get the government involved ever in anything. They can't handle anything correctly. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Some concerned business owner alliance should tell people how to interact with each other in Costco. Speaking of concerned business owner alliances, I think that if you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, you need to be a part of a community. And we have just what you need. It's called the small business boot camp. If you don't like the word small business, change it to the entrepreneur boot camp. Either way it works. It's the same thing. Educational platform that provides you with everything you need all in one place to learn how to run your business and to have just communication with other business owners. And right now it's only $19 a month. And you can get a quarterly discount or you can try the seven day free trial right now. Get in there. We also have a lifetime deal. If you go to appsumo.com and search for the small business bootcamp, there'll be a link in the show notes. It's there for you, for your, um, buying pleasure. And it's a lifetime <laughs> deal. It's the only place we will ever offer a lifetime deal. So you can't lose. You can't lose. Just get in there, get started and, and, Start learning more about being an entrepreneur. That's all there is to it. So small business boot camp. And that's at the sbbootcamp.com. And on that super fantastic and exciting note, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye bye, Breeze Thank you for listening to the nightly rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.